Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. I was thinking you can't do anything without your legs. But then once I started researching and I started seeing all these amazing people that were born without legs or they were amputees... Hey, Michelle. Hey, Carling. How are you? Oh, I'm okay. Oh How God. are you? We, I'm, I'm sorry. We just did an interview with an end-of-life caregiver, like a death doula. And, and I, it was, we, yeah. We did not anticipate just, like, sobbing for an hour. Which is honestly stupid of us because, like, what did we expect? Like, we expected yeah. to have like, no emotion over... <laughs> talking to somebody about death but it was a lot it was it was intense but so good so good like you're fired so up good. you were just like i want to fight i anyone. know i wanted to fight somebody i really did and i just want to like sob into my pillow and i don't know but Whew, ugh, it was so good it was so good yeah how is your week going i think it's going good i never I know mean, could be better could be worse yeah why what did i do I don't know. You only got half a paycheck for one. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was fun to, to discover. I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'm only getting paid for one week instead of two weeks. But thankfully my, my boss got on the line with HR right away. And I sent okay. her that gift that says, help me. I'm poor. Because <laughs> <laughs> if anybody can't afford to not have half their paycheck, it would be me. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, I think... I don't think anything crazy happened. I never remember. I know. It's all, I've always just summarized to try and remind you, but I'm so proud of you. You're still doing, you're walking your kids every night. Yeah. We, mi- we missed a couple, but last night we went yeah. again and yeah, no, it's been good. It's been a nice little kind of thing to do every night. Yeah. Yeah. It's been fun. And then me and Lindsay came over on Friday and we had drinks. I know. That was so fun. I, I know. Like, you made us do nachos. that more often. I yeah. did. I made you nachos so that you would stay longer. And yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's the key. Just keep right? feeding us and oh, I won't, I'll do be, it. I won't leave. Yeah. We've been walking the dogs at like 10 or 11 o'clock at night because it's the coolest part of the day. Yeah. Oh my God. That reminds me. So I think I said a few weeks ago, we saw a couple of coyotes. Yeah. And then there was one last night, but way closer and it was being really sketchy and we couldn't figure out well, why. Yeah. Kept- Aren't they well, just it kept- naturally <laughs> sketchy? <laughs> but it kept running back to this like median in the middle of two lanes. And 
then running away again. And we were like, what is it doing? And it had a rabbit. Oh, like no. I, I know, but coyote's gonna coyote, you know, Circle and of life, yeah. But I think I don't know, maybe if we have any coyote experts on listening, if you could comment, it seemed like he didn't want us to know that he had prey, so he kept trying to run away, and that, but then he'd circle back and check on it and then run away. So I don't know if we were a threat to him because maybe we were gonna take his. His, his lunch, yeah. His lunch, his dinner, his late night snack. <laughs> when I lived on the acreage, we, yeah, you would just lay in bed and just hear the coyotes howl. Like, <gasps> it was creepy. I want to tell you about how I'm the worst. Okay. So. I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> the other night, we, it was like one o'clock in the morning or midnight and we were like okay we should go to bed and so we have all the doors and windows open because it's so hot Mm -hmm. and so Lindsay's like I'll go close the patio door downstairs and she went downstairs and she was like what is that smell like she was hit with the most atrocious smell and she was like is it outside no so she closed the door and she's oh god is it Olivia's bathroom went in no and then she's no it's in we have a four level split so it was in the basement so she goes down there and I was like what are you doing and she's like there's a weird smell so now I'm walking around and I was like did a dog have an accident or we're going around anyway there was a chunk of raw dog food in the washing machine oh rotten and yeah so our stand-up freezer is like right beside it and the other day i had to go get more raw dog food because it's frozen so you then you we just put a few days worth and then we bring it up to the fridge and a piece had fallen into the washing machine but i picked it up like it like slid across like it was frozen and slippery and i picked it up but i missed a piece and i didn't know that and then it has been 35 degrees every day And this raw dog food just defrosted and then rotted in the washing machine. So I felt so bad. And she's like, oh, it's okay. Like, it's totally fine. It sucks, but it's fine. And I was like, do you want me to get it? She's like, no, you're going to puke. I'll get it. So, so kind. Thank you, Lindsay. But then she grabbed it with a bag and then we ran the washing machine with soap, just empty to like clean it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had rained that night. And so then she went to go down. She slipped on my my flip flops. And she went to go down the stairs to throw it out in the garbage and she fell down the stairs because oh it was so slippery. God. So because of me, oh, she, no. <laughs> like the house stunk and then oh. she dealt with it, which was so kind. And then she fell down the stairs. And you know how I deal with people falling. Oh, you laughed at her. Obviously. I couldn't stop yeah. laughing. And she was crying and she was hurt. (gasps) Like she was, she recognized how funny it was, but like she was hurt. And I was like, I am so sorry. So I I put on the flip flops because they had fallen off her feet. And I was like, I'm going to throw this out. So I like ran and I was in the alley shaking. I was laughing so hard. No, I was laughing and I couldn't Uh, stop. And I was like, I've got to get it together because (gasps) I have to be a supportive partner because this is all my fault. That is so funny. Yeah. I love that so much. And Lindsay saw your true colors that night. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. Oh my gosh. I have a similar story about meat. 
Ooh. Yeah, I know. This is going down a bad path. But the other day I went to Costco and I brought in all the groceries. And then when you're laying in bed and you're like, shit, like where did that thing go? And my kids helped me bring in the groceries. And I remember saying, go put the popcorn chicken in the freezer. But I had also bought frozen chicken, ten, like just the breast. Yeah. And it was like two in the morning and I was like, did it make it in the house? Oh, God. But it had already been too long. So if it hadn't have made it in the house. It's rotten. It's gone. Yeah. It's over. So I went down to the freezer and I looked in the freezer and it wasn't there. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to deal with this tomorrow, obviously, because I, w- I didn't want to go outside at two in the morning and I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. Friday, I drove to Okotoks, worked all day, came home. Completely forgot about the chicken. Completely. Yeah. Oh, God. So then yesterday we got in the car to go pick yesterday up Julia. Yesterday was Saturday. Yeah. And it smelled. Oh, my so God. bad. And we're What'd like, what do? is that smell? What <gasps> is that? And then I was like, oh, I know what it is. And it was in the trunk. So I didn't see it. Right. And I will also say that my trunk is broken right now. So it doesn't stay up on its own. Like the hydraulics oh. or something are broken. Yeah. So I have to open like the second, like the little window yeah. to get things out. So I missed it because it was like out yeah. of sight. And yeah. So I had to drive to a parking lot and throw it in the garbage. And then I went to shoppers and bought like spray and like yeah. an air freshener and yeah it was so oh bad. my god <laughs> when you smell the smell and it doesn't affect you because you don't know what it is yet but as yeah. soon as you know what it is you're like i'm gonna throw up like yeah. oh it was bad 100 yeah i just want to quickly say if you're listening to this it is my first day at my new job <gasps> yay congratulations thanks my last day of work was this past wednesday at my old job and i it was really weird because the last job I had, I got laid off during the pandemic. So I didn't really have a last day. Like we all just left and then the world shut down and yeah, then yeah. we were laid off and we never had a goodbye or anything. So it was like weird yeah. to like hand in my keys and hand in my oh. laptop and say a final farewell and all that. But then I had a couple of days Often we're in the middle of a long weekend and I'm really excited, but so nervous. I know it's like the first day of school. You don't know anybody. I know. Am I going to remember everybody's names? Are they going to like me? My new boss was so great and sent me a very detailed email about where to go, what time to be there, what my first few days are going to look like. And he was like, no need to bring a lunch on your first day. I've already made reservations for the team and we're going to go for lunch. That's so exciting. I know. You're just going to charm them all with your humor and your wit and it'll be so good. I hope so. Thanks. I'm excited. I have something to be, I think we both have something to be excited for. But yesterday, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, yesterday was August 1st, which means we launched our merch yeah and our new patreon tier oh my god this is very exciting i was up until about 1 a.m last night working on merch that's um i couldn't sleep and i was like yeah i'll just i couldn't sleep i should have been up with you making yes you should message me when you can't sleep because maybe i'm awake (laughs) like a thing Oh, cute. So yeah, I've been like, you have been designing a bunch of stuff. I've been designing a bunch of stuff and uploading it. And I'm super excited. I think it's going to be really 
cool. And we have our new Patreon tier for our new Wet Wednesday video yeah. that we just recorded. Like a couple exciting things. So the merch store is exciting because it's a new merch store, different than the one that we used to have. It's less expensive um, mm-hmm. in terms of shipping and products. Mm-hmm. And I think we've done a really good job of it's not just items that say I did not sign up for this. We've got right. some really clever designs. And I yeah, think, I think really so good. too. I think that's and- awesome. To tie that in, so Patreon is a monthly subscription. You can sign up for as little as $5 a month, and you get two bonus episodes per month. But we're launching a new tier. So we're going to have a $10 a month tier, which sounds like a lot, but you get a lot. You Uh get your two bonus episodes a day early. You get one Wet Wednesday video every month, which is hilarious and fun. We've had a lot of good feedback. And you get a shout out on our main feed. We're going to give you a thank you. The first 10 people to sign up at that level are going to get a gift. And you get 25% off in our merch store. That's amazing. That's a lot. That's a quarter off. That's a lot. Wow. Yeah. You are very good at math. Thanks. (laughs) And so, I don't know, it like ties all in. It goes together and... We're really excited. It's a really great way to support the work that we do because we love doing the work. We yeah, we love doing the work. It's really it's nice. It's a job, and it's really yeah. nice to be supported in that way. Absolutely, and you get extra content. Yeah, do it. And a lot of uh, most of the feedback, other than that snarky review we got, most people love our intros and outros, and mm-hmm. the Patreon is that times a lot more yeah it's more of us there's a lot of episodes that are just us talking about either random things that happened to us in our past or we did a true crime episode i think that we'll maybe put more polls up every month of what you guys would like on our patreon Mm -hmm. a couple ideas that we'll see if anyone's interested in and just get some feedback from our listeners to see what you want yeah i'm stinking excited about today's episode yes i know oh my gosh Oh, like cutest little thing ever. And Jalen and Chris are just like the cutest couple and they're so stinking sweet. And that was our first ever interview where there was a little baby present. She's so cute. I love it. She had a lot to say for seven months old. Yeah, she did. So cute. All right, let's get into it. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. Hello, Jalen and Chris. Hello. How are you? We're good. How are you? Good. Good. And I should say Amaya, because she's here too. Amaya's here, (laughs) yes. We never have babies in our recordings. (laughs) I know. And your daughter. What's your oldest daughter's name? Araya. Oh, that's beautiful. I know she's off camera, but hi to Araya too. How are you guys today? We're doing good. Yeah, I slept in, so (laughs) I literally just woke up an hour ago. That's, is nice. that a thing you can do so, when you have a baby? That's beautiful. Yeah, well, we woke up at 7 this morning, and then she fell back asleep. So did I. Yeah. So yep. we slept. Gotta do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like Michelle's at that sweet spot where her kids are just old enough to get themselves things. Like, they can wake up and occupy themselves. But then they'll come in my room with, like, their blasting tablets and ask me for things <laughs> while I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. So yeah. I was going to say, my oldest, Araya, is the same way. Like, she can do for herself, but she'll come in. Mommy, turn the TV on. I'm like, you can literally turn the TV on. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, oh, the tablet was dead. Listen, that's yeah. a crisis on some <laughs> You think? Awesome. I would love it if you guys each want to introduce yourselves. Maybe tell us like a little bit about you, how you guys met, and then we'll get into uh-huh. yours and Amaya's story. She's laughing. Okay, so um, my name is Jalen. I'm 25. He's... His name is Chris. I'm Chris. I'm 27. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my so, God, you guys are um, just babies. I feel, yeah, I'm 38 now. I feel like all oh, people in their 20s. <laughs> yeah. I had Araya whenever I was 16. So I finished school, but it was a different schooling program. So I was out and about at that age, like 16, 17, 18. I was just out doing my own thing because I didn't have school, as bad as it sounds. Like I didn't have to wake up and go to school every day. Yeah. That so that's amazing. how we met. <laughs> because oh, we were, that's awesome. We we used to hang out in the same like neighborhood, and we all had mutual friends. He came <laughs> and asked me if I knew who he was, and I was like, "Yeah, do you know who I am?" And, he <laughs> and that was it. I asked him to come over like the next day and hang out. So, Aww. oh my yeah. god, that's cute. We've been and together for how long? I was eighteen. Yeah, Aww. I was eighteen, and he was what 20? twenty. Yeah, yeah, because I was there for his twenty-first birthday. <laughs> he lived in the next town. Like I lived in Clinton, which is like 30, 40 minutes away from Oak Ridge, where he was living. Yeah. So I was driving because he wasn't driving at the time, and I was driving back and forth like, every day to see him. And I'm like, "Do you want to just stay with me? Because I'm wasting <laughs> gas." Like as a 18, 18 year old. Yeah, so it was, was just like, economical. Yeah. yeah. He was like, yeah. yeah, sure, I'll stay. So, like, ever since, it was soon after we started, like, hanging out. This is when we officially moved in together. <laughs> so, yeah, we had a few apartments, probably, like, three or four different apartments. And then we bought a house last year. Oh, so good for you. That too. Yeah. Yeah. And where do you guys live? In Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Oh, it's got to yeah. be hot down there, hey? Yes. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> It's very hot. Yeah. What? It was 94, 96 degrees oh yesterday. Oh, my God. Oh my and it's, goodness. like, dead hot, like, humid hot. It's miserable. Yeah. So yeah. we can't go out and have any fun because you're just... You're sweating as soon as you step outside. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Literally. And sticking to everything. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the middle of a heat wave right now. I don't know what the conversion is. It's, it's been about 30 degrees Celsius. It's Yeah, it's 90. I think 40 is 100. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we found you guys on TikTok and you were so gracious to say yes to our little podcast. You have a video about your daughter, Amaya, and she's got like kind of a unique situation. I, I don't know what the term I is. Don't, at this point, I don't know what you call it. But yeah, we've got a big situation. Yeah, a big situation. <laughs> so Amaya was yeah. born without legs and without ears. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, without external ears. Yeah. Does she have a diagnosis of something? Yeah, so there's a few, so you make it into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the main diagnosis is caudal regression syndrome or sacral agenesis. So that's the more common term that people hear. But it basically affects the lower part of the spine and spinal cord. So oh. a lot of people that have caudal regression don't have their entire spine. It ends at like T3, T4. It's much shorter. Oh, yeah. So their bodies, but they have legs. That's the thing. But wherever their spine ends, their spinal cord also ends. So they can't move their legs oh. typically. But then there are some that have it and they have full legs, full spine. Everything works. They can walk. Like it's crazy. So with her, she has her entire spine all the way down to her tailbone. So she has everything. She just doesn't have legs. She was born 
with, they called it lower extremity. It was like a little foot basically, but it wasn't functional and it oh. wasn't holding circulation. So we had that amputated actually. Oh, wow. It was just causing a lot of pain. And she was yeah. screaming, crying every time you would change her diaper and stuff. But yeah, caudal regression is the main diagnosis. And then crocia is the malformed outer ear. But oh. she also doesn't have open ear canals. So that's atresia. So it's my crocia and atresia of her ear. So, did you, like, did you ever think at 25 you would have that vocabulary? Uh-uh. Like parents with like complex medical kids, they have to yeah. know so much about medical terminology she was in the NICU for 68 days and so we were there every single day we didn't miss a beat with her because I wanted to make sure that I was able to answer all the questions and explain know what I'm talking about when the doctors come in and talk to us rather than just say okay we have no idea what's going on like I have a whole notebook I still whenever we were in the NICU I wrote every single day like what was going on how we were feeling. I wrote it. I wrote everything. I have a whole book. I like to know and be able to explain to other people what's going on. I was going to yeah. say you should so. write a book and it sounds like you've already started that. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that. Our, I wrote our NICU journey. So yeah, there's that. But going back to her ears, they she doesn't have open ear canals, but the inner ear is functioning normally. So she has everything inside that she needs to be able to hear. But okay. it's just as if your fingers are over your ears, you know, oh. and you, and you and, someone talks that's how she hears so she wears a hearing aid it's called a baja it's a bone anchored hearing aid and the sound travels through the bone so either her skull bone or the bones behind her ears and she can hear just as a hearing person can that's amazing so it's pretty incredible (laughs) yeah it's the craziest thing and especially if our ears are close to her hearing aid and we talk we can hear it as she hears it it's the craziest thing actually we put it on and plugged our ears (laughs) And, and you can hear it so clearly. Yeah. Like you got oh, that's so neat. Wow. Man, technology is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I thought I lost it on vacation and I cried. Oh, we no, were, no. I had taken her ears. I don't, I would call them her ears. I don't put them on when her hair is wet. So right. I took them off. I took the hearing aid off and I gave her a bath and I had it in the car seat when we were going to eat and we went to eat and came back. And I'm like, I didn't put her ears on. Where are her ears? And we'll go and look in the car, couldn't find it. My mom went and looked, couldn't find it. Dad went and looked like an hour later and he came back with her ears in his hand and I was crying. I was like, he's like, are you crying? I'm like, yes, because I, we had a whole week of vacation left and I was going to feel so bad if she couldn't hear anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Aww. Yeah. Did you know in utero that she was not developing typically? Yeah, I was there for my 20-week anatomy scan, the second level. There's two, I think, two or three. They kept marking abnormal because they go through all of the main parts of the body and mark it normal or not. And so I'm looking at the screen and she's marking femur abnormal, all these bones abnormal. And then she was like, and also marked the foot abnormal. But in my head, I on the screen in the ultrasound room, I could see little toes, like five little toes. So I'm like, what, what's abnormal? So a- after the whole thing, I'm like, what's abnormal about the foot? They pulled me out and they were like, I'm by myself. Dad's at work. Oh, so they yeah. pulled me out of the ultrasound room and they're like, we have to, you have to talk to the genetics counselor. So I start crying and I'm like, what's wrong with her legs? And she, they pulled me back in the ultrasound room and they were like, we're just not seeing any growth. And when she said growth, she patted her thighs. So I'm thinking there's legs, but they're not growing right like she's gonna be short a little person or whatever and i said what do you mean and she's like we have to have the doctor talk to you so i went back to the main like doctor's office room 
crying, screaming, crying, sobbing. Yeah. And I called dad and I told him to come. And then I called my best friend because she had to get my oldest daughter because she was about to get out of school. And then I called my mom and we all cried on the phone together. And then when dad got there, we talked to the genetics counselor and the OB, my doctor. And I'm like, what's going on? And at that point, they didn't really know because they had never really seen anything like it. I get shaky. I call it a trauma response because I don't know what else it is. Because I can talk about it without crying, but... My voice starts shaking and my body like shivers whenever I talk. So if I sound shaky. No, that's totally understandable. But yeah, so we talked to the doctor and he was like, we're just not seeing any growth. Suboptimal is what they called it. So they couldn't see basically because she was breached. So I'm a bigger gal anyway. Amaya's like, do not talk about yourself like that. (laughs) She was breached. So her head is up and then she's also facing in towards me. So it's impossible to even get a picture. they I didn't have a profile picture of her almost the whole entire pregnancy. But then a couple appointments later, they were like, we see tissue on the left. <laughs> there's a tissue on the left is what they told us with her legs. And there's abnormality oh. on the right. Oh, wow. And that's what we got the entire time. I didn't ask. And everyone on TikTok seems mad at me because I didn't ask a lot of questions. But I was not in the right headspace. I was seriously having a mental breakdown every single day i wasn't in the right spot to ask exactly what was wrong i wouldn't even know what to ask yeah they they kept asking us if we had any questions and i'm like i don't know what to ask you i did ask if he had ever seen this before and he said no my doctor of 25 years no but there have been five other cases that he knows of with the same condition oh so meaning they they probably had legs but it wasn't this i guess as severe as Maya. so And Chris, what was that like getting a call? You're just at work and you think, oh, my partner's at her ultrasound. To get a call would just freak me out. Were you so scared? Yeah, I didn't know really what to think. And then she just told me. So the whole time I'm really confused, you know? Yeah. Not really knowing what to expect. And then when I got there and they told me, I'm just like in shock. It was shock. The biggest shock of your life because you're expecting everything to be perfect with a child you're expecting it to be healthy that's just what I expected going into an appointment they're like everything is fine up until this 20-week appointment we're halfway done with the pregnancy and everything has been fine my first reaction was anger I was so angry because why is there something different going on with her yeah and why didn't you tell me I guess I initially felt like they knew and they were afraid to tell us because we already had an anatomy scan the week before and that's why they brought me in not the week before but before and they had brought me in again and they were like well, let's try it again let's try it again after that initial anatomy scan let's yeah. try to look let's get another look and they always couldn't get a good enough look yeah she just wanted to be a surprise so, yeah and the ears they don't check ears in utero so oh. we i don't know if it's just difficult to see or what but that was a complete surprise to us they'd that be was. so little yeah i want to tell you about can I tell you about yeah absolutely okay she had cleft palate so not the lip not the obvious lip but the the roof of her mouth and the reasoning for that is she has what's called Pierre Robin syndrome Pierre Robin affects the mandible so your jawbone it makes it smaller it makes all the bones in your mouth smaller than they should be so when she was born she wasn't breathing she wasn't able to breathe on her own And so that's why she was intubated. She was on the ventilator a lot the entire time until we had a surgery to actually pull her jawbone forward. 
Oh, that's so interesting. Like it was her jaw that was making it so she couldn't breathe independently. Her jaw, and if you look back on, I have older pictures, but her top lip comes over her bottom lip. To us, it was significant, but to other people that have it, there's their case is worse than ours. But basically, it was pushing her tongue back in the back of her throat, and it was causing an obstruction. And so she couldn't breathe. So that the cleft palate and the Piero bin, all that goes together because it's all the jawbone didn't come forward enough, so the roof of the mouth didn't have enough room to close. Oh, essentially. Interesting. So that's, that's why she has scars. You see pictures of her. She has scars under her jawline. Yeah. And behind her ears, and that's from that surgery. And now that and she's then, had that surgery, is she in the clear of that? Yeah, so she she's talking to us. <laughs> she's so, like, yeah. when do I get to talk? <laughs> <laughs> so since that surgery, we went home without oxygen. We haven't had to have oxygen ever since. She breathes fine. She, she just had surgery to repair her cleft palate, but she's raspy anyway, just because she's got all that going on in her mouth. Yeah. But yeah, she's good for the most part. And then, yeah, she's got a couple other things. She has a feeding tube. Oh, okay. Is that so, because of her cleft palate or is that something else? Yeah, that was because of the cleft palate. From the very beginning, she wasn't able to take a bottle or a breast. So right. we had, she always had a feeding tube like in her mouth or in her nose. And then probably a, a little bit before she was a month old, we had the surgery for the D2 because she was aspirating. So when she would swallow, she was choking essentially. Yeah. And then we had a swallow study done a couple months ago, a, another swallow study, and she passed it. So she's no longer oh. aspirating. She still doesn't know what to do when you put a bottle in her mouth. She's never yeah. had that. Is there a way to teach her or will you eventually be able to teach her? Yes. Yeah, so we're in speech therapy, physical and occupational therapy for her body. So speech helps with feeds. She has an oral aversion, meaning anything in or around her mouth, she associates it with pain. Aww. So you put something, well, she puts stuff in her mouth, but if you were to like put your finger or a bottle or something, she's like, no, Aww. I don't want that in there. Yeah. So speech helps with that. And we have them actually this week. They come, they haven't, she couldn't have anything in her mouth. Well, after surgery for three weeks. Yeah. So this is the, so they'll be here this week and we'll start working again with baby foods. Yeah. Surely not a bottle because they were like, we can skip the whole bottle phase. I'm like, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get up. I don't want to do all these things. And we, she has a feeding tube and so we can, Put it to where there's enough milk in it to last overnight so we don't have to go oh, that's in amazing the it's a blessing yeah I mean, yeah we really love it because even with medicines her medicines go in the feeding tube so you just put them in there you don't have to worry about fighting with the mouth my oldest it was always a fight she would throw it out she would spit it out every single time we would try to give her medicine we, we had shots the whole time because she wouldn't take anything yeah so it's nice with this one especially with all, all everything going on that we can just put it in her tube and be done and so for the rest of your pregnancy wh- were you given any sort of I don't know I want to say what to expect now that you're expecting an atypical baby or was it just sort of sit and wait and we'll see what she needs when she comes so my doctor, they gave me the caudal regression syndrome. So after about a month or two, I went and started researching and I found a Facebook group and they oh. were my main support for the rest of my pregnancy because I was afraid to ask my doctors anything. But towards the end, they gave us a tour of the NICU. We met with the neonatologist and a couple of specialists and social work. And we met with all these people because they figured she'd be there for a while. So. Did you tell people 
in your circle? I have a best friend of almost 10 years that I told that day. That's my friend that I called. And then when I called Chris and I called my friend and my mom, everyone's thinking that I've lost her because I'm yeah. crying so bad. Right. They're like, they're like, we were expecting worse. And they're like, Jalen, at the time, they're like, it's only her legs. And I'm like, yes, but do you understand how important your legs are? Yeah. yeah. So that, that was my initial thought. Like your legs, you do everything with your, you can't, I was thinking you can't do anything without your legs. But yeah. then once I started researching and I started seeing all these amazing people that were born without legs or they were amputees doing all these things. That was what got me through the rest of my pregnancy was the people online. And that's right. the reason that I started the TikTok. But I, we didn't tell anyone. We told my best friend and my, we told my family. He didn't really tell his family. We didn't tell anyone else. It was just us. And oh, then man. he didn't tell I anyone. Didn't tell anybody. No. No. Yeah. Because no. I didn't yeah. know one, I was afraid of being judged. And two, I didn't want to make a big deal about something and it turned out to be better than the doctors were saying. Right, that was right. my hope was that I was hopeful that everything was going to be fine. And so I didn't want to make this big story about, oh my gosh, my, my child doesn't have legs. And then she comes out with a leg or I, and I don't want them to be like, oh, why did you make a big deal about it? And I couldn't answer any of the questions anyway, because we yeah. didn't have answers. So yeah, you don't want to have to explain it to everybody every time you're having the conversation, right? Yeah. Just, yeah. And even after I had her, we were in the NICU and of course we told our families, but no one was able to visit because of COVID. Yeah. So it was just us. And I, for over probably about six weeks, we had so many surgeries. We had four surgeries and we've had three outside of the NICU. We're going through all these things in the NICU and we didn't want to answer more questions to anyone. Yeah. So yeah. after about six weeks after her surgeries and all, I made a Facebook group with my Facebook friends and because everyone's wondering why isn't Jalen posting pictures? What's wrong with the baby is what we yeah. kept getting. What's wrong? And after that time, I posted a big, long post about what's everything that's going on, everything we've been through in the last six months, all these things. And then people were like, oh, you know, okay. Yeah. And then they started feeling bad. <laughs> and I was like, don't, <laughs> like at the time, don't feel bad. Of course, that's your first reaction is to feel bad. But I didn't, that's another thing. I didn't want people feeling bad for us because this is just the cards we were dealt. This is just what it is yeah so. and was labor and delivery like pretty typical oh flawless i would do it i would do it 10 times over i swear with my first one i had an epidural with her and i delivered her vaginally i was in labor for 18 hours it was oh, you know that whole thing but with her she was big they knew that the way her weight was just with amaya they knew that her weight was distributed non-normally so they were like, she's already almost nine pounds and you have four weeks left. Oh, God. So we need to schedule a C-section because it's not going to, and she was still breached. She couldn't turn because she didn't have legs. Mm -hmm. They were like, we're <laughs> waiting on her. They're like, we're waiting on her to turn. Like, she's not going to turn. She doesn't have legs. They induced me at 38 weeks and she was eight pounds, nine ounces. So she was still a big baby, even without wow. having legs. But yeah, labor, the, I was high risk because I have diabetes, some other things. And so I, I was high risk anyway, and my high risk OB was stuck in another delivery. So they had the regular OB deliver me and he was amazing. I was up walking around without pain meds on day three. So wow. I'm very grateful for him because we, they immediately took her to the NICU and our hospital is right next to children's. So they have this underground tunnel. It's creepy, but it's actually cool because you can oh. walk from the labor and delivery floor of this hospital all the way down to the NICU. Oh, that's wow. amazing. And so, 
yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. So we would do that walk and dad would push me in the wheelchair <laughs> through this big long tunnel. And then after a few days, I was like, okay, I can walk up the hill. I can walk, I can walk. Cause I just wow. felt like I needed to get over there and see her and uh, yeah, labor and delivery was good. Did they tell you how rare her condition is? Yeah, that's the one question that I had asked the doctors was, had he ever seen it before? And he told me no, only a couple times with the same thing, but they made it clear that it was very rare. And it most likely wasn't a genetic thing. It wasn't anything him or I had done. The only right. thing, and it makes me mad, but the only thing that they did relate everything that's going on with her was me having diabetes because women with diabetes or gestational diabetes have a higher risk of having abnormalities in their children, like congenital oh. issues. But I am friends with so many women now that have kids with no legs or have kids with caudal regression and they don't have diabetes. Right. And so I had posted that in the group that I'm in on Facebook and everyone was like, no, don't think that because you have diabetes that it's your fault yeah. because Im immediately we're trying to blame it on each other. Like it's right. me, his thing was she already has a kid and there's nothing different with her. So why mine? And then with me, it was all my problems. Like, yeah, I have yeah. another daughter, but I also have all these things going on and maybe I didn't take the best care of myself. So that's right. Why. Right. We're past that. I think yeah. she's yeah. seven months old and we're past the whole blaming each other for it. We know that there's nothing really different we could have done. No. no. Yeah. So, we're just happy she's here. Yeah. We're just happy she's Absolutely. here and she's home and healthy. The question that I get a lot on TikTok is how, what's her lifespan? Oh, and yeah. I'm like, nothing that she has is terminal. So, right. I'm think, so grateful for that. But she has, and that was a question that I did have in pregnancy was, what's her quality of life going to be? Because I don't want her to be stuck on a couch for the rest of her life. I would feel bad as a mother if she wasn't. But they were like, no, normally people with this condition live healthy lives and they're Paralympics, Paralympians, and they yeah. do all these crazy, incredible things. So that was another reason why I was like, okay, it made me feel better while, while I was pregnant. I yeah. feel like they, they do more than we do. Like I'm not running marathons and I'm not <laughs> snowboarding. Right? Yeah. But yeah. then you see these people, amputees or people with prosthetics and, or missing limbs. And they're like doing these incredible things. And I'm like, I can't even walk down the street like without getting out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> Literally same. No, yeah. I'm friends with this girl, this lady, I should say on Instagram and her daughter's 10 now, but she does gymnastics. She flips around. She posts videos of her all the time flipping and she shoots a bow and arrow so she like does that archery wow. and all these things yeah and she like surfs i saw her surfing one day and i was just like that was really like an eye-opener i guess to yeah. me because yeah. i felt like okay she can do these great things and live a happy life regardless yeah. if she has legs or not yeah Absolutely. like legs schmegs like yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're on TikTok. That's what they say to me sometimes. They're like, who needs legs? Yeah. When you're that cute. And I'm like, yeah, I know she's cute. But just because she doesn't, just because she doesn't have legs, she can, doesn't mean she can't do all these things. How old is your oldest daughter? She's almost nine. She'll be nine in a couple oh, weeks. Okay. And did you so, have a conversation with her before Amaya was born? I guess, what was that conversation like to um, prep her for what she was going to experience? 
Yeah, no, we didn't. We, I was scared. I didn't really know what to say. Even after she was born, my, my mom doesn't live here. She came here from Florida and she kept Araya, my oldest, while we were going in and out of the NICU every day. And so, no, we didn't know what to say to her. And all the doctors and our social worker is like, have you had the talk with sister yet? And we're like, no, we haven't. And then one day my mom had went home already. And so dad and I used to, we, the kids weren't allowed in right. the back. Uh-huh. So we, one of us would sit with her in the top of the lobby for however long while the other one's back with the baby. And then we would switch. Uh-huh. So she had to go to surgery. Was it surgery? Yeah, she went to surgery and I was back there with Amaya <laughs> and the doctor asked, or the nurse asked if she asked if big sister was out there. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, well, do you want to show her? I was like, hold on one second. So I run outside and I get mom and I'm like, they're bringing Amaya around and they're trying to show Araya. She's like, okay, I guess. Yeah, like, like, what is this? (laughs) I was like, okay, because our nurse, bless her heart, she's been nursing for 50 plus, over 50 years. And so she was our primary like day nurse. And so we always had her, we loved her so much, (laughs) Miss Vicky. And she was like, yo, you're, she's going to see her today. And we were like, okay. So we had to sit down in the hospital the lobby with Araya and we're like hey your sister doesn't have legs we didn't really know like that was it and she was like okay her question was are they going to grow back and we were like no they're not going to grow that that was like the only serious question that she had but other than that she was like okay I got a sister with no legs yeah Yeah. that's the best age they don't have any prejudice about like they're just like yeah cool let's roll with it Yeah. yeah and another thing was that everyone was telling me was she's not thinking long term like you are Right. Like we're yeah. thinking, oh no, when she grows up, when she goes to school, she's thinking like right now, okay, who cares? Yeah. yeah. So that, that helped us a lot too, because after her initial reaction, we were like, she doesn't really care, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was nice, yeah. One thing that I thought was so interesting, I think the very first video I saw, you were talking about her car seat. And that got me thinking, like, there's probably so many things that you would get for a typical baby with legs that aren't going to function for an infant with no legs. Can you maybe explain a bit of what that is and why she needs that? Yeah, so the reasoning for it is because, and this was news to us as well. So the reason for the car seat is because she doesn't have any lower body bones. She doesn't have hip bones. She doesn't have any support right there. And so the car seat video, I'm sure you saw (laughs) the very first one, was the first car seat that we had. It was our only option. And because if we put her in a normal car seat, if we were to get into a car wreck, the impact would be right there on the pelvis. She doesn't have anything to protect her internal organs right there. And so it'd be very critical. Right. Yeah. So that's the reasoning for the car bed. It is like a bed, right? It's like a little basket that you layer in and then put a strap. Yeah. Yeah. We got a new one. They actually had one made for her. It's much bigger. So she can, it it grows with her, but yes, you just lay her in and it's the new one comes over her shoulders. It's like this vest, basically it zips up the middle and then it has a Velcro strap that holds her into place across the belly and the mid, the midsection. Oh, wow. My niece has a spina bifida, and so when she was first born, she had to have a a car bed as well. She couldn't be in a typical car seat. Yeah. 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 So we bought a regular car seat and stroller set. So when we go in places, the mall or the grocery, she can sit in the car seat. Is there any other sort of like baby things that 
you had to adjust or get like something different? Yeah, the outfits. We keep her in a onesie, like a bodysuit. I do have, I did sew, start sewing the pants. So I would just cut the legs off her pants and then sew them up at the bottom. So like her butt's not hanging out yeah. or anything. But yeah, that the clothes and then like seats, she can't sit in. So I just posted a TikTok about the Fisher Price sit me up. It's like the fourth one that we've tried. And it has it's much smaller around the body and it comes up to like her chest so she can sit in it without she, she can't balance. That's another thing that we're working on with physical therapy. But like a, a normal bouncer seat, I have a bouncer, but she slides this way. She can't sit up and then swing the same way. She just keeps, sli- she just slides to the side. Yeah. So yeah, we've had to trial and error. It's been trial and error with the seating because I, she wants to sit up. She's six months old and she's tired of laying down. I lay her down on the couch on a boppy. I just sit her up on the boppy, but now yeah. she's laying here and she's like, Point her head up. I just try to look around. Yeah, like her instinct, she would naturally have the inclination to start using those muscles. And but yeah, she's like missing kind of a key part of the stabilization. Does she have abdominal muscles? Yeah, she has muscles, but she they don't know what they're connected to because your lower abdominal muscles connect to the hip bones or your pelvic bone, I should say. They're like attached. That's what the doctors told me. Yeah. So they're like confused because she doesn't have any bones right there. So what is it connected to? But yeah, Yeah. she does. We're working on core strength because her neck and her back muscles are pretty strong because she's been arching. She Uh. came out arching. Uh And so she's always pulling with her back. Yeah. She's always had strong, really strong neck control and with her back. So we're working on her core and pulling her in. So she'll be able to put her hands down and eventually start moving. Have you seen that creator? I think I have him on Instagram, but I think he's on TikTok. And he's like a bald gay man. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes. Ah, I don't know his name. I can't think of his name. But he's... I follow him. Yeah. Yeah, Does he have the same... He just has no legs and also no... I think he's talked about not having like hips or a pelvic bone yeah he has the same thing and i haven't watched i haven't seen a video about it but i want to say his spine may also end sooner than it should yeah because he's very short if you see his body and also zion clark is a black man on instagram and social media he was born with the same thing with no legs but his his body is much smaller than like Amaya's is like his torso he's a wrestler he wrestles he professionally wrestles and yeah so he's amazing but he's one of the first people that I saw whenever I was pregnant with doing these things with no legs we talk about this all the time for social media and being able to find representation so that Amaya can grow up seeing other people that look like her because otherwise like if this was even 15 years ago or 20 years ago she would have just yeah. been the only one and maybe never see somebody who looks like her. Yeah. And that was my point of having a TikTok because people are like, why are you putting her out there? And I'm like, why wouldn't I? Yeah. When it, whenever I was pregnant and I found out about it, I and even then we I told you all we didn't know exactly what was wrong, but we knew something was wrong. And I hate saying wrong, different. Something was different. And so I wish I would have seen someone like myself putting their child out there so I would have someone to relate to. Because I did have people to relate to, but not really because their kids had legs. 
Right. And so it's like, I met one girl, her and I are friends, Brooke. She's also on TikTok, but her son was born without legs, but it's a completely different story. Her doctor prescribed a medication that caused it and they have a reasoning for it. Right. So that, and he's also autistic, which is different. He's older. He's three. But that was the only person that I had. And and I felt, I still felt alone because she had an answer and I didn't. And I'm trying to compare myself to her and I shouldn't, but that was the only person. And so that's why I put Amaya out there because I want other people to see that just because she has all these conditions doesn't mean that she can't live a happy life and that you as the parent shouldn't be happy for her. Yeah. them because of it has she reached other milestones and i don't know i don't know what they are but i like in terms of development is she developing i don't know michelle you're a parent what am i trying to say like <laughs> i don't know is she like hitting the, normal... the developmental milestones yeah yeah, yeah. That's, that's um it. so yeah i, I want to say somewhat but the problem is there's no one else to compare her to Right, because right. There, she can't be, and it's the same thing with her feeds. Like with her feeding, she couldn't go on the normal scale like oh. growth chart because you can't compare her to ninety nine other kids that have legs. Right. So that's the thing with the yeah, develop yeah. the development is her doctor, her all her specialists are seeing pleased with her and what she's doing. That's why we have um, PT and OT as well because they are helping us with the developmental stuff with her reaching for toys and I want to tell you all about another thing with her arms but with like her her reaching for toys and grabbing and transferring from one hand to the other is all part of the development and so Mm -hmm. we're working on it but I want to say for the most part she's hitting everything that she should be but another thing is rolling sitting all these crawling she's obviously not going to hit those Right. We're working on the transportation, I call it, with, yeah. her, with her moving with her arms. But yeah, yeah for the most part. Because she'll be able um, to like tell- army crawl probably, right? Yeah. So yeah, she should be able to. What, three months ago probably? She, she's an orthopedist and because of her lower body, he wanted to check. And so she she can't move her shoulders up. Oh, she can't move her She can't move her shoulders up. And, and the whole time in the hospital, we knew it, but we were like, why? So yeah. we got a x-ray and he's like, her shoulders are fine. They're just contracted. So you're just going to have to work with physical therapy with them. Mm-hmm. But she was born with another congenital disorder oh. called radial or bilateral, which is both sides, a radial head dislocation. So oh. the radius and the ulna are in your forearm. The bigger one, the radius does not connect to her. The radial head does not connect to her elbow properly. Oh. So, and that's another thing where, oh my God, is she going to be able to move? Her arms are the only thing that she has. Yeah. So yeah, is yeah. that going to affect her moving? And the doctor was like, no, normally kids that have it, we don't even know until they're like six or seven because they've learned how to adapt and they don't even know they have it. Mm. Oh, wow. So the problem is she can't twist her arm front to back. That's right. the thing. So she can move, she can put her arm down, she can put her arm up, but she can't do it like this. Well, oh, right, interesting. Right. See, but twist yeah. it from front to back. So yeah, that's the last thing. That that's the last diagnosis that we got with her was with her arm. Thing. Oh wow! But yeah. and and if you see in pictures that she's pudgy anyway, but like right here at the top of her forearm, it's it's bigger. That's bone right there. It's not oh like fatty. So that's part of her whole arm thing. But she should be able to crawl and she should be able to balance on her hands and move around. Just like yeah, she should. So would she be a candidate for? prosthetics of any kind or will she most likely be a wheelchair user no she'll be in a wheelchair we've actually had one fitted for her already and she's oh not my even god one. Oh, it's probably but, so tiny 
Yeah, it's it is small, but it grows with her, so she'll ha- she can have it for a while. And they're especially making parts for her, but they're the main part is like a belly band that goes around, so she can it'll hold her up oh, while right. she can't balance right now. So she'll be in a wheelchair, but prosthetics. There's nothing to connect a prosthetic to right. on her lower body. So yeah. legs are, leg prosthetics aren't an option. The only thing that her doctor was talking about was a hip prosthetic. So it's because she oh. doesn't have hip bones. So it's like a bucket. <laughs> I don't like calling it a bucket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a seat that she that would go that she would sit in and it, and the function is like a walking boot. If you break your foot, oh, you walking, okay. it takes the pressure off the bone because yeah. she has a tailbone there and so it's going to put pressure on the tailbone. Yeah. So right. the point is to take the pressure off the tailbone so she can sit without it being painful. Right. Wow. So I'm that's just curious the only... about the time that it takes for all of these things. Are you constantly in doctor's appointments, occupational therapy, physical therapy? Like, how are you day to day doing all of yeah. these things? That's so a lot. she's seven. Yeah, it is a lot. She's seven months old. Last nope. This month will be the only month that we don't have any additional appointments, I believe, because we've had we have physical, occupational, and speech therapy. For uh, each one one time a week so for three wow. days out of the week we have therapy they come here thankfully we don't have to go out yet but still yeah. you know someone's yeah. in your house three times a week yeah. and then we had we did have doctor's appointments on the other two days that we didn't have therapies and we used to double up appointments so we would have gi in the morning urology in the afternoon on one day and then we'd see our pediatrician on friday so this is the only month that i have in my phone my calendar that we don't have any extra appointment but for the last seven months we've had it's been nonstop, yeah. and, and we live about 25 minutes outside of knoxville so okay. we're driving for every single appointment some appointments are on the other side of town which is like an oh. hour so yeah wow. yeah it's yeah. a lot that's a lot yeah. are you are either one of you working right now yes i'm still working yeah I've been working through the whole ordeal i took a week off what the week the week she was born it was christmas but... he took a week off and then mm-hmm. they gave him a week off a week or two weeks i think it was two two weeks for christmas and new year's mm-hmm. so he had and we were in the NICU that time yeah. So wow. he had, yeah. And when it comes to like health coverage, do you have healthcare that covers these things like the wheelchair and the modifications and the therapies and all of that? Yeah. So I'm not working. I have always worked, but I stopped working whenever I had her. And oh. then I was going to go back, but I've been thinking who's going to watch her, who's going to deal with all these medical yeah. needs. Yeah. There's no one else that could do it. So yeah. that's why I'm not working. And with me not working, we qualify for state coverage. So oh. insurance through the state that covers everything. Oh. And whatever the state doesn't cover, because sometimes the state doesn't like to cover certain medications. We have an additional service called Children's Special Services. So it's through our children's hospital. Oh, and good. they pay the remainder of it. So whatever oh, yeah, is not covered, they pick up. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, that's amazing. That would be like the last thing you want to worry about is the financial aspect yeah. of it, right? Oh, yeah. I have a stack like this. I was just looking for it of medical bills because they told us. So she also qualifies She's for Social Security because she's disabled and they get money for that. But they told me whenever she was born that once she's born, she will automatically apply, be qualified for Social Security. And then the insurance will also be effective the same time. Oh, but wow. it, that they were wrong because I got bills in the mail for months, hundreds of thousands oh of dollars. My God. I got a bill for four hundred and four thousand dollars 
for her hospital stay. And I'm like, yeah. okay, be real. <gasps> like, do you really, is that what a parent wants to see? And I'm thinking oh, me and my. just Amaya, but there are other parents that have a lot more going on and that get these bills and I have to pay them. And I'm like, there's absolutely no way that anyone oh, that's could. so scary. Like, I'll yeah. send you $10 so, a month for the rest of my life. That's- yeah. <laughs> Literally in, in, my, in her life and like the life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they luckily I had to fight. I, I still had to fight even with her being disabled, approved for disability. Right. I still had to fight the insurance, the state for the insurance, because they were saying it wasn't effective until mid-January and she was born mid-December. So there's a oh. whole month of her, there's three surgeries and a whole month of her in the hospital that's not paid for. But luckily, thankfully, they did pick it up finally after three months. Oh, good. And I don't have to worry about it anymore. Oh my gosh. That's just a stress that you don't need. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Has it been, been hard on your relationship to have like a medically fragile kid? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's been very hard. He, We've been together for seven years. So we know each other pretty well. Yeah. But he he's very, I should let him come and put his two cents in, but yeah. he's very quiet and he's very patient with me and I'm the loud outgoing one. Yeah. So in the hospital, it was a lot, I should just say, on us because like I said, we were blaming ourselves for one. Yeah. We're, we've never been in this position and no one around us has been in this position. So we feel alone mm. and we feel attacked honestly because why us that that was our initial thing yeah all these feelings and then i actually saw a psychiatrist or a psychologist in the hospital in the nicu and she would come and talk to us and we would have like family therapy because that we that's what we needed yeah because we're just sitting and crying to each other every day and we're asking questions to each other and no one knows the answer it was very difficult and i was upset and crying while i was pregnant he was also upset and crying but not as much and then yeah. hold on he's back so they're asking <laughs> stop talking about it <laughs> they asked me how has amaya's ordeal affected our relationship and i said it's put a strain on it and we've we've been better i should yeah. say it, it was a it was like a roller coaster we were back and forth up and down and she said that we probably dealt with it differently and we definitely did he shuts down and he I don't want to talk about him, but he doesn't <laughs> like talking about his feelings. Right. And so yeah. I'm having to force it out of him. Like, you yeah. have to talk to me. And he's he does now, fine. But it's just all this stuff going on. And then now we have to worry about each other. It's been a lot. Having a baby is stressful and enough and all of yeah. that and all the emotions and everything. But having a medically fragile child and going through the stress and the pain and the surgeries yeah. and all the unknown is just another level yeah of stress yeah it's been a lot yeah and the surgeries was a big thing too because we hate seeing her in the hospital anyway but then now she's got all these wires all these cords all these beeps and now she's sitting it's bad but like in the bed with screws coming out of her neck I should say. Aww. And she's swollen up and it's just hard to look at. Yeah. It's your child and it's Absolutely. hard to look at. And then we're trying to be there for each other, but we how how can yeah. you be there yeah. when you're worried about your baby that, that needs? Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. What did we yeah. say in the wow. beginning? It's a whole situation. It's a lot going on. <laughs> a big situation. Yeah, that's a big situation. <laughs> and then you feel back the layers and it's wow, there's more. Uh-huh. There's always more and there's always more feelings and all these things. So Yeah. 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 That's a lot. Oh, oh my man. God. She's so stinking cute. So cute. <laughs> 
Like Thank legs you. or no legs. She's just a cute baby. She's adorable. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> yeah. I think it's crazy. just, I think it's really great what you guys are doing and sharing her life on TikTok. And like you said, her being the representation for maybe another mom who's literally gotten the same news right now and doesn't know what to do and doesn't know what the future looks like. And they can look at her and you guys and think it'll be okay. Yeah. 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 That's my goal. That's my ultimate goal with the TikTok is because I expected it to kind of blow up, but not as much as it has. Yeah. And so now we're, we get recognized in public. Like people are oh like, my oh my God, Amaya. And I'm like, uh. this is weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's also pretty cool because this girl, I'll tell you all real fast. This girl, she messaged me on TikTok. She commented on my video and said her sister, it was a big long comment. Her sister's pregnant, just found out her daughter has color regression. So I followed her and then she sent me this big long message and she told me how grateful she is that she found my page because of that because Aww. her sister is pregnant doesn't know what to do doesn't know what questions to, it's all the things yeah and so I'm friends with her on Instagram and we talk we talked about it and I was like please tell your sister or your mom whoever to reach out to me if they have any questions because I feel like I'm the one person that can answer those. She's in the same boat as me. So, Because even your yeah. doctors didn't have the answers, right? It's not like you can just go to a professional because they didn't know the answers either. Yeah. yeah. And that's why everyone is like, why didn't you ask your doctor? I'm like, I did ask my doctor, but there's only so much the doctor can say because yeah. they can't see her. So they can't answer the questions that you're at that you want to know. And they're also not going to know the ins and outs of like, oh, I have to modify her car seat or I have to modify her bouncy chair. When you have her, they're not going to know all the ins and outs of like how she is in these kind of things. So then to be able to share that with other moms saying like, oh, don't buy this brand because that's not going to work. I'll buy (laughs) this one instead. Yeah. Yeah, And that's another thing. It was like a week before we were getting discharged. We knew we were about to get discharged from the hospital and she didn't have a car seat. And they're like, oh, does she have a pelvic bone? That's not a question that (laughs) they want to ask because we got all these other things going on. And so they were like, they were looking at her MRI and they're like, she doesn't look like she does. So they're like, now what? Yeah. Like, now what do we do? Yeah. They're like, this is our only option. And so, yeah, all that with the car seat. But wow. Have you, have you started thinking through the differences in like, how are you going to potty train her? Yeah, we've thought about it. And I've seen other kids that she has, she can use the bathroom normally. That's another question that we get. She can use the bathroom normally, but she also has small kidneys. And so oh. there, there might be problems later on with that. Her spinal cord is tethered. So that might be a surgery on her spinal cord later on because it, as she grows, the spinal cord is pulling. It's affecting all of the urinary and bowel movements. Right. As far as we know, she should be fine. But then again, how do you, how, you know, it's going to be stairs. She's going to climb stairs with her arms and then sit on the toilet. How does it, or are you going to get her a little squatty potty? We don't yeah. Know. Yeah. yeah. That's another uh, trial and error thing. I guess we'll have to, yeah. we'll have to see because a lot of the people that I see are um, amputees. So they had legs at one point. There's a lot yeah. of people that weren't, that were born with legs that now don't have legs. So it's not like they know. So yeah. Yeah. it would just have to be something that, that we see. And probably le- much later than a regular baby being potty trained at two or three. Well, I yeah. feel like there will have to be such a different level of like, for her coordination balance. Right. Just, yeah, yeah, to manage all the things. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And even with school, like every people ask me, is she going to go to school? Is she going to be homeschooled? And I'm like, I don't know. That's too far down the road for me to make that decision right now. I don't, right now, I don't 
not that I don't trust anyone, but I'm scared for her. Yeah. You know, I'm scared that she's going to be, she's obviously different. So, you know, yeah. that with that comes all those things too. So, yeah, I, yeah. I guess we'll just see. Because I, I don't also don't want to shelter her and pull her in when yeah. she needs to be social and she needs to have a have friends and all that. So. We interviewed somebody, I think it was last week's episode, and she was born without a left leg or a left arm. And mm-hmm. she grew up in a really small town. And she was like, I think the blessing in that was that kids just grew up around her. And so it wasn't like, no nobody even it was like your daughter nobody even noticed or cared like it was just the way that she was and she was like there was a blessing in growing up in this smaller community because she just got treated normally and it wasn't a big thing and it wasn't until a bit later that she noticed that like oh not everybody's used to seeing somebody with yeah like a missing limb or yeah yeah and when we go in public like she she's obviously still a baby but she I put her in we put her in the normal car seat and then we just put blanket over her so I have avoided yeah. for a long while all the questions yeah. but like getting her in and out of the seat or sometimes I pick her up in the store and without the blanket yeah. and it's just we don't people no no one has said anything to us yet but like I said we also keep her covered not because I'm embarrassed or anything because that's the thing is people are like are you embarrassed and I'm never em- if I was embarrassed I wouldn't put her out there for millions yeah. of people to see yeah. Yeah. I'm not embarrassed I'm just afraid of the of their reaction yeah Whereas, because we were leaving the hospital the day we got discharged and she's in her car bed which is obviously different than a normal car seat anyway so people are looking but she's also not covered and we got into the elevator and it stopped on a different floor someone got in and they were like oh and then they said oh and I'm like, and we looked at each other. Yeah. Is yeah. this what Starts it's going to be? Yeah. And it, we came out of nowhere, so I didn't know what to say. So I just said, smiled. But yeah, like that was the one time that someone saw her and they were like, oh. And that was as we were leaving the hospital. So yeah, well, yeah there are I times really... where you just don't want to have that full blown conversation with people, right? Like yeah. just yeah. let me be out in public and do what I need to do and not have yeah. questions and looks and everything. And even with the nurses, because obviously the nurses haven't seen her and we go into specialists and they we go to weigh her and they're like, okay, head up here, legs down here. And I'm like, she doesn't have like, <laughs> you know, I make a joke about it now. Yeah, but yeah. Like yeah. it, it was nerve wracking at first because we, like I said, we just go in and you don't know what people are going to say or react. Yeah. You don't know how they're going to react. So it's that's kinda... always our MO is just to go in with senses of humor <laughs> if we have like odd things because it's easier to laugh at something. But I mean, I, my husband died three years ago and I like, I joke about it yeah. because it's so absurd sometimes to think about being a single mom with five kids and then it's like, yeah, yeah. we had someone ask us if we had joint, if I had joint custody because they didn't know that he had died. And I was yeah. like, if I could find a way to have joint custody, I would do it. Like <laughs> Drop him off at the graveyard and be like, yeah. I'll be back in a day. See you then. <laughs> Yeah, so you have to laugh. Yeah, yeah, you have to. I made a TikTok. I did a fit check, and I was like, shirt from Tori, leggings from Tori, shoes, blah blah. blah. And I was holding Maya, and I said, baby, and then I was like, got her half off, and then (laughs) and then my face, I was like. And then I cut. And then it went viral. Like I got three million views on it and everyone is like, Oh my god, your humor like yeah. your humor is the best. I'm like, I have to laugh about her. I'm gonna cry yes. about it. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> cut her half off. I was gonna oh, ask, wow. is she gonna have is there gonna be an option for a surgery to open her ears? 
or like oh. to create an ear so she doesn't have the like hearing aid or is or she will she have that forever so the outer ear can yeah. be reconstructed they take I'll make a long story short they take rib cartilage out oh. form an ear and put it attach it to the ears to make it look like a normal ear but the but the ear canal is not normally done i'm in a facebook group for the microtia as well and they told me that because it's so rare and normally the people that have it only have unilateral which is one side they don't have both so they have a a normal ear on this side so they can hear and they don't need it they just Mm. do a implant and be done but for her she's both but they said they don't normally open the ear canal because it's such an intense surgery and the succession rate is very low because it's a hole and you have to expand it. You have to start small, expand it, and then keep it open. Yeah. And it just wants to close. And, and that kind of upset me, but at the same time, I'm like, she has a hearing aid and she can hear just fine. So is that necessary? Because later on we might do implants and so she'll just have cochlear implants and she can hear and and that's that. And and then I, we have talked about, we may just give her the option whether she wants to change her ears or not, because some kids, some of the kids with the ears, they just want to leave them because they like that they're different. Yeah. And so I'm like, maybe she doesn't want normal looking ears. So maybe we might just end up giving her that decision when she gets old enough. Yeah, that's amazing. And I also wonder like in 10 or 15 or 20 years, what medical advances will be for options for something like that. Yeah, that and the legs too. Someone was yeah. like, yeah, they might come out with like bionic legs. And I'm like, yeah. that would be pretty incredible. You never know because look at what we had 20 years ago and what we yeah. have now. Yeah. Another thing is sign language, ASL with oh, her. Yeah. Um, people, the, the doctors are giving us the option whether we want to sign with her or not because she is hearing technically. Mm. They're saying she won't need it. But then again, everyone in the deaf community it's a way for her to communicate and you should do that right then her doctors I'm not against it I would love to learn how to sign but we don't know how to sign so it'd be a learning experience and they're like not just you all but like other family members as well because she would have to communicate with them but she can she's going to be able to talk so that's the thing we don't we're not we're going to go through this whole thing of teaching her to sign and she's not even going to use it because she can hear and she can talk so that's another common question is asl are we going to teach her or not so i would say right now no probably not like it's a cool skill to have but it's not something that she's going to be dependent on yeah yeah Yeah. so that's amazing i just you guys are just the cutest family And I'm so excited. Like, you guys just seem to be doing such a great job, like, advocating for her and just, yeah, I, yeah, raising her up good. And yeah. Yeah, we're trying our best. This is his first, like, he, Araya, my oldest, was 18 months when we got together. Yeah. So he's used to her and having a kid, but this is also his first. So it's okay. It's a whole experience for him with the baby and all. Yeah. Crying, changing diapers. Yeah. (laughs) Changing her milk. Like, it's not a bottle, but you still have to make a bottle and put it in her milk and her milk stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I'm so excited to keep following along and your videos are so cute I just love them (laughs) thank you 
Now we appreciate you all for giving us the opportunity to put her out there as well because uh, she's already out there but I don't get a chance to really explain everything because I go live on TikTok and I have you have thousands of people coming in and out all the time and they're all asking the same questions but it's all superficial I can't really go in depth like I want to and everyone's like YouTube video (laughs) and I'm like I need to but it's just that's another thing I don't want to have to deal with right now. So Yeah, that's a that's lot of work. Another, that's a yeah. lot of work, yeah. 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 But we really appreciate you all and Aww, for taking thank the you. time for us. Yeah, absolutely. She's back. Aww. Aww. Hey, Carly. She's like, I had a rest. Aww. Aww. She's so cute. Hi, Aww, she's smiling. smiling. Aww. I could hear you guys Hi, talking about me. <laughs> so cute. Thank you. <laughs> awesome thank yes. you guys so much for taking time out of your sunday and i can't i think i told you what episode did i give you a date of this episode i think just second you said oh yeah second. okay oh yeah august second yeah 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 so we'll tag you in it if you want to share it that's great we always love that and yeah, yeah give it a listen and yeah we'll have to mm-hmm. we'll have to reach back out like in a year and get an update yeah um, yeah when she's walking she's, around. Yeah, yeah. She's going to be so yeah. much more mobile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank awesome. you guys again. Thank no, you. Thank yeah. You thank you. It was so thank nice you. to meet you guys. Thank you. Bye bye. Awesome. All right. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> bye. Okay. Bye. bye. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Carling. Oh, my gosh. Jalen, Chris, and Amaya, and Araya, their do- other yeah, daughter. Thank you daughter, so yeah. Much so good to talk to them, and I think they're doing a great thing by sharing Amaya's story and maybe helping people feel less alone who are experiencing the same thing. Yeah, I know I got goosebumps when I was editing it because I ended up listening back to it when she said the reason she put her and her family out there was because when she was going through getting diagnosed and they didn't know what it meant and all this stuff, there was she just didn't know where to turn, and it was so scary to be alone in that. And so, I think hopefully- that. that- kind of turned something like from so the way that we used to learn about things like this was like television TLC but it was like a little bit exploitive and negative but people are now taking things into their own hands and sharing it themselves mm-hmm. so that they can show what it's like to help other people instead of having to watch it on a television show where it's not quite yeah not quite the same we might have an exciting guest coming up all of our guests are oh. exciting we might have an exciting repeat guest. I'm not going to say any more because I don't want to jinx it. Yes. We encouraged Carling to reach out because Carling is our reacher outer because she knows how to make the words go and I don't. And and we got a response and we all crapped our pants over it. So we're very excited. Yeah. That reminds me, that if you're curious or if you just want more, I don't know, more interaction with us, join our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you're on Facebook, you go to our page and our group is called the I did not sign up for this podcast group. Maybe some. Yeah, you can Something find like it. That. Yeah, we'll put a link to it. That's where we get people's opinions about episodes and do Q&A's and yeah, excuse me, Lola. Lola, such a troublemaker. She gets everyone going. And we post little sneaky tidbits like that. So like merch hints and we posted a hint about who this might be. And yeah, so just come interact with us. We really love it. We do. We love it. And even on our Instagram stories, we love Mm -hmm. it when you guys share that you're like listening and we repost a ton of stuff from people. Join us on our socials. Yeah, do it. 
do it. All right. I hope everyone has a great day, a great week. And the next time you hear me, I'll have a full update on what my new job has been like. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I also hope everybody has a good day. And I just have to say that because you always say that you hope everyone has a good day, but I do Okay. I'll start saying we. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm going to assume that you always also want that. Yeah. Probably (laughs) probably 99% of the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.